Welcome to the Bethel Podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time in God's Word. We hope that today's message blesses you and lifts you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for again for the opportunity to teach and preach the Word of God. It's the greatest privilege in the world. And I just pray that the, you'll just give me a word to speak and it'll, it'll go into the hearts of those who hear. I pray that all of our hearts will be ready to receive what you have for us today. It's such a precious and a wonderful honor to hear and to receive God's word. So let us get everything out of it that you've designed it to do for this time and this day. And I love you for it and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. When, when you, before we get into Proverbs chapter 2 today, when you read the Bible or when you hear sermons, do you realize there's lots of different ways that there's lots of sermons that are different types. There are some sermons that are very uh, correcting. There are some ser- sermons that are very encouraging. There are some ser- sermons that are very um, informational. And so the, this, what I want you to say is, is the thing about sermons is it's so critical that when we hear them that we get our hearts ready to receive what God has for us. And so I, I say that because I never want to get to the place to where we just go, yeah, that's just another, that's another topic on Proverbs chapter 2. It's another thing teaching about the, reading the Bible, about wisdom. But I want you to prepare your heart to receive what God has today. Would that be okay? Look at Proverbs chapter 2. And if I could talk to you about the wisdom that God has in the Bible and how there's benefits to that wisdom. And that of all the things that you do in life, God's wisdom is the most important thing you can ever get in this life. And when I say that, when I talk about wisdom, I'm not, talk, not talking about the kind of wisdom that you get from like a, a Harvard education or a college degree. I'm not talking about the wisdom that you get when you, you get around the brightest and the best minds in, in a particular field. I'm not talking about the wisdom that you get just by reading books. I'm talking about the wisdom that you get by re- re- reading and receiving God's Word. There's a wisdom that you get that we're going to find out today. It's more important than anything else in our lives. And I know many people say this, well, yes, reading the Bible, growing in the things of God, gathering the wisdom of God is a priority in my life. Amen? But I, my, 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 my whole thought to you today is that the reading God's Word and understanding the Word of God and getting the wisdom of God is not just a priority of life. It is the priority of life. Of all the things that you do, I'm just convinced of this after reading Proverbs chapter 2 and 3, that it is the, the thing that we should seek out after more than anything else in this world. Look at Proverbs chapter 2, beginning in verse number 1. He says, My son, if you will receive my words and hide my commandments with you, so that you may incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, Yes, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hid treasures. The the, the writer here is saying this. He's saying, of all the things that you seek after, if you seek after love, how many know love is a good thing to seek after? If you seek after uh, money to pay bills, how many know that's a good thing to seek after? If you seek after friends and, and family, that's a good thing to seek after, having friends and a family. But he says of all the things that you seek, he puts this at the top of the list because of the value that it adds to all those other areas of life. So Proverbs chapter 2 begins to talk about the benefits of this type of wisdom. Now what I like there, if you read the, go back and read, you'll see in verse 1, in verse 3 and 4, it has the word if in there. If you write in your Bible, I would underline that word if. Because the Bible's a book of conditions, isn't it? 
It's a book of, of that you have to do something for God to do something, right? If you do this, and then if you keep looking there, it's going to use the word then. Then is what we're going to talk about today. The benefits that you receive from the wisdom of God and growing in the Word of God. Now, are you ready to get started? So he says, if, in, in verse 1 through 4, and then verse 5, he says, then you shall understand, here's the first benefit, the fear of the Lord, and you'll find the knowledge of God. To know God is to know His Word, is to have His wisdom. To know God's Word is to know God. Of all the things in this world that you think about that you can know, all the information that you can gather in this life, I just want to presuppose to you today that the most important thing you can ever know in this life is to know Almighty God. To have a relationship with the creator of the universe. You say, well, why would I want to do that? Because everything in this life that you'll have to deal with, he's already been down that road. He's already walked that road. He knows how to respond. God is a God who knows everything about everybody and about all things. And if there's anybody that you'd want to rub shoulders with, it would be the creator of the universe. So he says this right here. He says, to know wisdom is to, to understand the fear of the Lord and to find the knowledge of God. Secondly, today... Look at verse number 9. There our word is again. Then you shall understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yes, every good path. Second benefit of know of God's wisdom is not just to know him, but to know you. See, the Bible says this. We've been declared righteous. It uses the word righteousness right there. The Bible uses that word, and it declares you and I to be righteous because of Jesus. See, we live in a world that does not know who they are. They don't know if they're male or female. They don't know which bathroom to go into. They can't figure out who they are. And so they, they do all kinds of things to figure out who they are. Leanne has a girlfriend. This little girl was in fifth grade last year. She went into fifth grade, and she had to end up being homeschooled because she was the only little girl in her classroom that liked boys. That's the best way I can put it. All the other little girls were confused about what kind of relationship they should be in. And the thing is, is there's a world out there that's dying to know who they are. And God's declared me and you righteous. In other words, we know we who we are because of God. We're a righteousness of God. We're the, we're the chosen of God. We're children of God. We know who we are. We know our purpose. We know where we're going. And that's because the wisdom of God shows us and teaches us that we'll understand righteousness. And then he says, judgment and equity in every good path. I thank God. And I've told you this many times before, and I thank God that he had a grace to show me when I was 19 years old which path to go down. I did not know which way to go. I did not know which way, which way to turn. I didn't know who to marry, what job to have, which, what to believe. But God was so gracious that he led me down the good path, and that good path came through his word and his will. That's number two. Look at verse number 12. He says, to deliver you from the way of the evil man, from the man who speaks forward things, the evil man. This uh, world is so engrossed in evil, it's hard to keep up. There is so much bad in the world today, not just today, but in all days. It's hard to keep up. How do you know what to believe? How do you know where to go? How do you know what to do? There's so much things that are sitting there to, to trip you up. But see, the thing is, is God's word, God's wisdom tells you where to go, what to do, and what to say. 
I don't have to worry about the things of this world that go bump in the night because I know I've got a wisdom from God. i got the way of God, the Word of God, lighting my path and making it a lamp unto my feet. There's power in the Word of God. There's power. The Bible says it's even worse more than silver and gold. He says, seek for it more than silver. Searches for it for more than hidden treasures. All the benefits that you get from people that have money, all the benefits they have, God says that's nothing compared to the wisdom that you get just by knowing the Word of God. That's three. Verse 20 is number, verse 20 is number four. He says that you may walk in the way of good and keep the paths of righteousness. Now, let me stop there for just a minute. Here's a, here's a survey I want you to take. If you hang out with good people, you usually do good. If you hang out with bad people, you usually do okay. If you hang out with smart people, you usually If you hang out with dumb people, if you hang out with ignorant people, you're, you're figuring out what I'm saying. See, the thing is, is the Bible says there's a good way and there's a good path and there's a good man and there's a bad man. And God said, look, even the Word of God tells us and, and, and shows us that the way to live this life, the way to walk in this life is to surround yourself with some good people so that you will do good. That's why, young, let me tell you something, young people, that's why your parents always harp on you on who your friends are. Because your friends will make you or your friends will break you. And they didn't make that up. Come on, parents, amen me here. They didn't make that up, did they? Came straight from the Word of God. That's the wisdom that God gave your parents through the written Word of God. That's a great place to say amen. Let's keep on going. Look at chapter 3. He says this. There's another benefit of the wisdom of God. It says, for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to you. Length of days, long life, and peace shall they add to you. Anybody want to die at uh, 10 years old? Anybody want to die early in life? Something powerful about just being able to live this life and live a long, full life. And not just a long life, but a full life. You can live a long life and be miserable. But God says, not only do I give you a long life, but I give you a full life, and I throw peace in there to go along with it. Isn't that something to walk through life and have the confidence? And God gives us that wisdom. God gives us that ability to live a long life, to live a full life, and to live a life at peace. Let me tell you, that's the kind of life that I'd like to live right there. I don't know what everybody else wants to live, but I know this, that this long life and this life of peace is something that I'm really interested in. Look at verse number four. So shall you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. I was in a, in a college class a few years back. And as I was sitting there, there was a young lady, and the, the, the professor had asked the question, you know, kind of what do you want to gain out of your employment, out of your job, out of your career? And there was lots of interesting answers. Some people said, you know, they'd, they'd like to, to uh, it, some did, you know, it was, it was financial. Some said they would like to really, you know, climb the corporate ladder, something like that. Some said they would like to open their own business. And there was one lady, she said this. She said, I'd like to have a job where it really just gives me respect from the people that I, that I work with. And I thought that was an interesting, interesting answer, just the respect of those around you. Do you see what wisdom of God does for us? He says that in, in verse 4, you'll find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. It'll help you to be respected by not just God but those around you. And some people say, well, I don't care what people think about me. Can I tell you something? A, a, a good reputation will take you a long way in this life. 
having a good reputation. Listen, I had a daddy, a father-in-law that did, his, his family didn't come from a, a nice reputation. His daddy was a drunk, so much so that he would his Mr. Hoover would have to go and pick him up off the off the the um, off the sidewalk in front of the drugstore because he had passed out right in front of the drugstore, and he'd have to come get him and take him home because the owner of the drugstore said, "If you don't get him, I will call the police." And that's who he was known as. He was known as the drunk, town drunk. Can you imagine be the children or the grandchildren of that particular, that particular man? But see, the thing is, is the thing is, Robert Hoover did, wasn't, wasn't willing to accept that kind of reputation because he decided to give his life to God. And when he gave his life to God, all of a sudden the things began to change. The way who he hung out with was different. Where he went was different. What he talked about was different. The, how he worked on his job was different because the wisdom of God found in the Word of God began to change who he was. And when he passed away two months ago, can I tell you, the, the, the place that we, the funeral was filled with people who had such respect and honor for that name of Robert Hoover. So the Bible, once again, it tells us the truth, doesn't it? There's something about growing in this thing called the Word of God and the wisdom of God. Are you still hanging with me? I'm I'm almost halfway there. Look at verse number 8. It shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. And let me just say, health to your stomach and marrow to your bones. Can I tell you, living and understanding and growing in the Word of God, it'll make you healthy right here. I know the world says, look, if you eat your broccoli and you don't drink too many sodas, you're going to be healthy. If you can run a mile in under 10 minutes, you're in pretty good shape. Right, you're healthy, right? Everything's about health. If you don't get too stressed out and don't get too worried, you'll be healthy, right? I'm telling you here, I don't know a better health regimen than this right here. I I don't know anything that will make you healthier than this book right here. I believe this. And Jesus said these words. He said there's something. He said there's times back in the, in, the, in the days of the Bible days when Jesus lived, everything was clean or unclean. And if you ate food that was unclean, they would say that would be unhealthy is another way of saying it. They say that's unhealthy. If you ate food that was unclean, it would cause your body to have physical, physical problems. But Jesus said this. He said those things just come into your body and they go out. He said, but what comes out of your heart, that's where, where true health comes from. He said, out of a man's heart proceeds murder and adulteries and lying and stealing. Those come out of the heart. That was, that's what makes a man unclean. I believe this one day. Y'all, if y'all want to do this, you can have this idea. Somebody's going to do a study, and they're going to do a study to see how breaking the Ten Commandments affects a person's health. I believe this. When a person tells a lie, I believe this. There's some kind of chemical in your body that's unhealthy. I believe this, if a person is to commit adultery, something on the inside, something unhealthy happens to them. You may get killed. I believe that when people, I believe that when people hate and murder and backbite and all the things we would consider sin, I believe there's something physiological on the inside that causes that person to not be healthy. So what are you saying, Pastor Kerry? I'm saying live for God, live for Jesus, because if any other reason, it makes you feel better. Amen? Keep on going, verse 8, verse 14. He says, for the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. Anybody ever look at Facebook? You know the little video things on Facebook? And you see videos, and then there's always like a commercial in the middle of that. And the commercial is some guy telling you how to sell insurance to make money or sell more of your products or whatever to make more money. Everybody's got this little gimmick or something to make more money. 
which is no different because usually back in the 90s, we just had those infomercials. I mean, remember the infomercials. 30 minutes, you had to learn how to, you know, just all kinds of crazy things. I mean, there was a, a knife that could, for 30 minutes, it showed you a knife that could cut through a shoe, and everybody wanted to buy one. Everything is how to make a dollar. But the Bible says, look, there's nothing wrong with making a dollar. If I don't mind anybody making a dollar. I like to make a dollar because the water company likes them. But he says there's something in this life to pursue more than making a dollar. He says, when you seek out the wisdom of God, the knowledge of Jesus, the understanding that you find in the pages of the Word of God, he says it's more valuable, it has more benefit than those who seek out silver and gold. So it tells me this, there's something beneficial, even more so than what the whole world goes after. He says, happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gets understanding. Happy, wait a minute, happy is the man who finds wisdom. Happy Smile real big. There's nobody in this world that should be more happy than me and you as believers in Jesus because the wisdom and the word of God is the thing that makes me and you happy. Are you still with me? Everything that I can think of, everything I've just gone through, everything that I've just mentioned, all that comes from the wisdom that God gives as we grow and he develops us in his word. Verse 16. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. You can tell every person that you talk to today, Pastor Kerry told me how to get rich. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. You understand why people that win the lottery never hold on to that money? They ain't got enough sense how to spend it, how to save it, how to not blow through it all. But the beauty about God is his wisdom gives you the ability not just to make it, but the ability to enjoy it while you got it thing is, is God's so smart. I mean, the thing is, is many times we see this, that God has designed it where he blesses us and he, get, he blesses us with things and stuff, but he didn't just bless us with things, with, with things and stuff. He blesses us with the ability to enjoy it along the way. You get happiness, you get wealth, you get joy, you get peace, you get long life. You find favor, you get respect of God and the respect of those around you. Can I tell you, I don't know what else I could ever say to you that could have that kind of benefit. Amen. I do remember that as a, you know, as a, as a young person, as a new Christian, I say that, and I know I, I mentioned lots about being a new Christian. It's just such an important, I mean, I just, it's, it was one of those moments in time where God just taught me so much about the Christian walk and the Christian faith. And from the very beginning, I always had a desire for the, the Bible, the Word of God. And I think every Christian that ever has been born again, that you have that desire. But the one problem that I had was that there was times that I didn't understand what I was reading. And that was very frustrating to not understand what, you're, what, what, what I was reading. And I would say the same thing that, that, that I've, I would say that have somebody said, said to me. And that is that when you read the Bible and if you don't understand it, just keep reading it. Just keep reading reading it. Because if you get something that you don't understand that doesn't make any sense, don't stop reading the Bible. Just keep reading it. If you ever had a bad piece of fish and it didn't settle well with you, you didn't stop eating fish, did you? If you had a bad piece of a, a, a soda that was flat one time, did you ever stop drinking sodas because you had one bad experience? 
Can I tell you this? The Word of God is so powerful. It's so rich. It has so many benefits to it. My friend, of all the things in your life that you do, there's nothing that I can think of that carries a greater weight that can impact every single person's life like the Word of the living God. Verse 22. You still with me? I got three more to go, four more to go. Verse 22. So shall there be life unto your soul and grace unto your neck. It tells us this, that the soul is truly looking for. And what really will satisfy is the Word of God. Everybody's got something in here that they're looking for. Every person has got something on the inside of here that they're looking for. And it may be different for different people, but it's the same desire and the same hunger. Do you know what that is? It's God's wisdom and God's Word. It has that ability right in here to fill that place in a person's heart that nothing else can fill. Come on, you've been there. If you've ever been lost and away from God, you know you were looking for something. Maybe you didn't know what you were looking for, but you were looking for something. Something just a, there's a gnawing. There's just a, it's like the square peg in the round hole. You just can't get it in there. And there there's something you're looking for. You just can't figure it out. You think it's a relationship. If I can just find the right woman, if I can just find the right man, if God will just give me somebody that will love me, if I can find the right job, the right purpose, if, if I can just make the right amount of money, if I just have the right friends and the right something, I'm looking for something, and God's saying, I've got it, and it's me. It's his word, and he says that. It'll, something, nothing satisfies the soul of a man like the wisdom that he gives, the word of God that he gives, the, the person of Jesus Christ. Nothing satisfies the, mole, the, the, the heart of a man like that. Say this word with me, satisfaction. Are you satisfied today? Are you truly No, right now, just like you are, are you satisfied? Are you content right where you are? Everything everything outside of Christ, everything else is just icing on the cake. But if you've got Christ, you've got Jesus, my friends, you've got it all. Two more to go. Verse 23. Then you shall walk in your way safely, and your foot shall not stumble. Then you shall walk in your way safely, and your foot shall not stumble. Can we talk, big boy talk, for just a minute? Now, you know I love you. If you would say yes, that would really make me feel a whole lot better. I do love you. I do. I mean, I just I pray for you. I labor for you. There's something that really destroys your life. It destroys my life, too. It's the reason the world's in the predicament that it's in. And that thing that destroys is a thing that the Bible calls Sin. And sin has many different pictures of it. It has many different things that cause it to to, to destroy good, godly families. And the Bible does tell us this. It says there's a way that causes people to stumble. And there's a way that causes people to fall into traps. One thing that just bothers me, and I'm just not picking on young people today, but young people that get involved in the wrong relationships. It bothers me too when Older people getting involved in the wrong relationships. But there's something about that, that, that the tendency to want to date that person who doesn't have the same spiritual values that you have. Friends that don't have the same spiritual qualifications as you have. And usually it doesn't go the way where that person brings them to Christ. It goes the other way. They pull that person away from Christ. But there are things that cause all kinds of... Let me tell you, I'm not smart enough to defeat the devil. I'm not. 
That rascal's been doing it for a long time. He knows how to trip Christians up. He knows how to entice. He knows how to tempt. He's been doing it a whole lot longer than I could, you and I could ever do. But the Bible does tell us there's a way. I read it again. That you can walk in your way safely and your foot shall not stumble. And that is to follow the pages of God's word and get the wisdom that God has. James says it like this, if any of you lacks wisdom, come on, that's all of us. If any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God, and he'll give it to you freely. God said this, look, it's okay if you don't feel like you, you know the Bible enough. There's many times we think, well, if I just knew the Bible more. I mean, people have said, well, I don't know the Bible like I should. Can I tell you, all you got to do is ask God for it, and he'll give it to you. How much easier is that? All the benefits that you and I get from, from the Word of God, all the benefits you and I get from the wisdom of God, God says, I'll give it to you. Just ask. What a great deal this is. I mean, sometimes I go back to my salesman days when I get up here and preach. I think this is the best deal I have ever come across. It don't cost anything. It's free. Sometimes we got to just tell God, God, I want to grow, and I want to be wise in the things of God because there's such a benefit to it. Lastly today, verse 24. Any Frady cats in the bunch today? Frady cats. You know what a Frady cat is? You're scared of everything. You're scared of everything. You're scared that what goes bump in the night, you're scared what's underneath your bed, scared the dog's going to lick and eat the wrong thing and die, worried that your kids are going to go have trouble, you just live in fear. Don't, I'm not blaming you because I know this God hadn't given us a spirit of fear. This world is engrossed in fear right now. Everywhere at four corners of this world is engrossed in a free, a fear, afraid that they're going to get a sickness, afraid that they're going to do something wrong, afraid that this, the world's going to fall apart. The world lives in fear, but not me and you. Because God has not given me and you a spirit of fear. And you say, what about that? What is, how does that have to do with where we are right now? When you lie down, you shall not be afraid. You shall lie down and your sleep shall be sweet. Listen, I just... I can help you all as much as I can. I can talk to you all day long. I can, I can love you through all that you go through. But at some point, you've got to ask God, God, I need your wisdom in my life. At some point, you've got to open that book, that Bible right there. At some point, you've got to not become not just, a, just a, a reader of the Bible, but a student of the Bible. And what I found is the more that you search after it, the more that you seek after it, the more that you desire it, the more, the more God will give you. But I also find the less that you desire it, the less that you seek after it, God will God not give you anything. He'll take what you do have and give it to somebody else. Did you get that part right there? He said it like this, even one which has shall be given and from him who has not, even what he has shall be taken from him. God's one of those kind of a gods. If you hunger after him, he'll show himself to you. If you hunger after his word, he'll show himself to you. If you hunger after worship and praise, he'll show himself to you. If you hunger after the work of God, he'll show himself to you. If you hunger after to get closer and love him more, he'll, show, he'll, he'll, he'll give you more. But if you just kind of get to that place where you go, God, you know what? I, I just kind of all right where I am with me and you. God, I'm okay. I, I just, you know, I just you know, need you to help me. Kind of a 911 Christian, just help me on the days I need help. But outside of that, can I tell you that right there, the Lord will take from that person and give it to the person who's hungry for God. Can we pray? And right where you are, I'm just going to ask you to just make a simple prayer to God and say, God, I want every single benefit that your wisdom says I can have. Everyone. Can we just pray that? He says in James chapter 1, he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God, and he'll give to liberally. Liberally.
Can we pray that today? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, as we come to you, we've realized, God, there's so much to, to growing in this thing, this walk of faith, so much growing in the wisdom and the word of God, so much, God, that you've challenged us and you've showed us the benefits of it. God, I want every single benefit you have in there. And I pray every single in the church that I am a part of, every single person, God, that attends Bethel, I pray that as well, that the wisdom of God would overflow and overshadow them. I pray our kids out in that, room, that, that building right now, let the wisdom of God, let it flow out of their lives and their hearts. Our students, God, let the wisdom of God, God, lead them past their years and past their age of ability to give them the benefits that we read about today. I pray those that have been in this thing years and years and years, I pray the hunger to know the creator of the universe more with bubble up on the inside of them. I pray that hunger to be a student, a scholar in the word of God would just develop on the inside of them. And God, let nothing satisfy let nothing change. Let, let nothing be do anything, God, but the Word of God to grow in the things in the wisdom of God. And for all this, God, I ask it right now. Help me to be a, a pastor of wisdom in the name of Jesus, a dad of wisdom in the name of Jesus, a, a husband of wisdom in the name of Jesus, the God kind. And for all this, I give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it challenges you to dig deeper into the Word of God and grows your faith. If you would like to reach out to us, please visit our website at www.mybethel.net. Thank you.